morning and welcome to Ask the Expert, which is a daily series um, from 8.30 to 9.30 to help small businesses, um, particularly in this current climate with COVID-19. Um, there's going to be a slight, um, I'm going to introduce myself and then I thought it might be helpful if we did a short um, mindfulness practice and then there'll be an opportunity to ask any questions on the hashtag QBAT, so Q-B-A-T-E on Twitter. Um, so let me introduce myself. My name is Helen McGilvery. I'm a psychological therapist and I have a small business called Compass Therapy um, based in Edinburgh in Scotland. Um, so my company is an adult mental health service. I specialise in cognitive behavioural therapy. Um, so it's an independent service. And um, as I said, I work with the adult population. So I treat people with um, various mental health problems, if you want to call them that, um, addiction, anxiety, depression, um, OCD, eating disorders, the name, it can go on, trauma. Um, and I offer psychological therapies to help with those. Um, but first and foremost, I am a mother and I am a daughter. Um, I'm a sister, a partner and a friend. And I'm also a huge um, fan of the outdoors and also climbing mountains. Um, I think it's important that I introduce that part of myself because these are the parts that are the most important to me. Um, so my background into doing what I did um, or what I do is um, I became a nurse when I was 19 and I specialised for many years in critical care nursing. Um, so right now I can really resonate with some of the issues that our frontline workers are facing. Um, so I did that for many years and then I went back to university to switch over to mental health nursing. Um, and then I worked for many years in addictions in various forms and then I went to work in, in primary care. I worked alongside GPs. Um, so I've got a very varied NHS background ranging from critical care I was very involved um, around the time of the HIV and AIDS epidemic in Edinburgh. So again, things are resonating with me. Um, I was very fortunate to be offered a place um, as a nurse on a cognitive behavioural therapy course in the early 2000s. And since then, I kind of moved into working with people in a psychological way. So I left the NHS in 2016 and set up Compass Therapy um, and that's been a very interesting and steep learning curve in terms of the business aspect um, but actually it feels very comfortable being able to offer a very proactive um, service to people. Um, I guess the advantages are there aren't the long waiting lists that perhaps my colleagues in the NHS struggle with. Um, so I also teach um, or I supervise students who are undergoing cognitive behavioural therapy training um, and more recently I've been going into um, work places and offering workshops on things like resilience, stress reduction, mindfulness and more recently menopause which has been very interesting 
for me. Um, so I um, my main interest lies in the more contextual um, and behavioural science, in particular acceptance and commitment therapy. Uh, and I sit on the board for the UK and Ireland um, chapter of the Association of Behavioural and Contextual Science. Um, so I'm, as I've said, I work with the adult population. Um, I use CBT and acceptance and commitment therapy. Um, and on a very, brief, a very broad aspect, um, I help people understand and develop more psychological flexibility. So what I thought we could do next before we move into the question and answers is maybe take a moment to maybe practice some mindfulness. Some of you may have done this before. It's what I would always start a session with um, when I'm working with people. So I thought it might be helpful today. Now, what I would suggest is you're probably looking at the screen at me at the moment. So it might be helpful if you look away from the screen um, I'll invite you to close your eyes, but that's not essential. You can maybe just gaze downwards, but just don't look at the screen for a moment. Um, and this will be a short practice, um, and hopefully it will help us. Something we can apply when we're feeling stressed with the current climate of COVID. So just taking a moment to sit in a comfortable position, being upright on a chair, and if you haven't done so already, perhaps close your eyes or gently lower your gaze. So notice your feet flat on the floor and maybe have your hands just resting on your lap. And if you haven't done so already, just gently let your eyes close or fix them on a point below you. So begin by bringing your attention to noticing your body. Perhaps direct your attention to your feet. Maybe notice the parts of your feet that are in contact with the ground. Notice the sensation of the shoes or your socks or the floor on your feet. Then bring your attention to noticing the sensation of sitting in the chair. See if you can notice the sense of your weight on the chair. Maybe notice the parts of your body that are in contact with the chair. Or maybe in contrast, notice the parts of your body that are not in contact with the chair. So maybe noticing that feeling of lightness or maybe noticing the feeling of pressure and the contact with the chair. And from time to time, it's likely that our thoughts will wander our attention can drift. We might get caught up in thought or any other kind of sensations in the body. This is normal. 
It's what our minds are designed to do. Whenever you notice your mind wandering, just notice where it's gone and bring your awareness back to noticing your body and the sense of the weight on the chair. What we're trying to do here is just switch off from automatic pilot and just switch on the noticing self. So the part of ourself that notices ourself thinking, feeling, and just being. Now, perhaps now we can direct our awareness to our breath. So noticing perhaps where the breath is most vivid in the body. Maybe noticing the sensations, breathing in and breathing out. Allowing your tummy to expand and just noticing as the breath is moving through your body. Perhaps becoming aware of the breath flowing in and out of your body. You don't have to change the breath or modify it in any way. Just notice it, just observe it. And again, if the mind wanders, that's fine. It's natural for your mind to do that. If it does wander, just notice that's happened. And bring your attention back to noticing the breath. So perhaps taking a few slower, deeper breaths. Just noticing the sensation of the air filling our lungs as we breathe in. Perhaps noticing the cooler air coming in through the nostrils as we inhale. And then noticing perhaps the warmer air around the nostrils as we exhale. just slowing the breath down and really just paying attention to ourselves in this particular way. There's no judgment here. Just noticing the breath coming in and out of the body. So notice as we do this exercise, we might become aware of feelings or sensations in the body. They may change, they may be pleasant, maybe noticing relaxation or calmness, or maybe more unpleasant feelings such as frustration or anxiety. Whatever feelings and urges are there, whether pleasant or unpleasant, 
Just acknowledge their presence. And then bring your attention back to the breath. Or the sensation of just sitting here in the chair with our feet on the floor. So noticing the breath in the body. Noticing the cooler air coming through the nostrils as we inhale. And when we're ready, perhaps being aware of the surrounding area, the room we're sitting in. Maybe noticing the noises inside the room or outside. And when you're ready, open your eyes if they're closed. Notice what you can see. Maybe push your feet into the ground or have a little stretch. And then welcome back to this Q&A session. So I hope that was helpful, just to take some time out, maybe just to acknowledge what's going on for ourselves. And now hopefully we can move through some questions and answers. Now I hope I can help um, in some way. So just looking at some of these questions, Sarah from Twitter sent a DM um, saying, I had to furlough my staff a couple of weeks ago and a couple of them have reached out to me to tell me they're feeling very unhappy. I am too. It was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Is there anything I can do to make my staff and myself feel better? I think this is a very, um, probably a very familiar question to a lot of people. I think what I would suggest is just acknowledge what your staff are feeling, acknowledge what you're feeling. It's, it's absolutely fine to feel this way. Certainly not abnormal or wrong. I mean, how are we supposed to think in this situation? Um, and just remind, remind ourselves that this, this is a pandemic. This has not happened in our lifetimes before. So just to make room for all these feelings and just to validate them, people are scared. People are worried about their future. I guess we're noticing all sorts of um catastrophic thoughts about, you know, where's this going to end? How are we going to manage? Um, and, and I would just really say to talk to your staff, maybe just be open and honest about how you're feeling and maybe try and find solutions from each other um, because we're all in this together. This isn't just um, one company and one person. This is the whole world that's going through this. So, um perhaps just staying in touch with people, maybe coming up with plans. My expertise is certainly not business, um, but I would say, you know, these, these feelings are normal. I hope that was helpful, Sarah. Um, so Stuart from Twitter sent a DM. Would it be a good idea to do a bit of a mental health break exercises every day? I absolutely... 100% would suggest that we spend even just a couple of minutes just observing and noticing how we're feeling. Um, I know myself in the first week I got very caught up in 
you know, we all had to change and adapt um, very quickly to this new way of being, you know, I, and and um, we were kind of in it, kind of going through the kind of storming phase of everything, and it just felt quite overwhelming. So I would really encourage maybe daily mindfulness practice. There's some very good apps out there, Headspace, Calm, Budify. Um, just even taking two minutes just to pause in your day and just to check in with how you're feeling, what you're thinking, you know, even noticing if you're tense in your body. Just a couple of minutes, it can be really helpful. Because if we can be more self-aware, then we can take action accordingly. You know, I guess we're, we're all behaving, we're in the middle of a trauma at the moment, so we're behaving as if we're kind of um, cave people again, we're, we're behaving erratically, we're doing odd things. Um, so just to check in with ourselves is really important. Um, doesn't need to be taking a, a time out to have a total zen hour, it can be two breaths, three breaths, just to pay attention to your body and your thinking. Also, these are also very good questions. So Rob from Twitter, uh, a DM, I've lost a lot of money lately and I don't know how to tell my wife that I might lose my business. What's the best way to break it to her? <sighs> well, of course, it's a worrying time. Again, focus what's within your control acknowledge thoughts and feelings about this. This is terrifying. Um, and again, it's so important, you know, to connect with people. Your wife might see that you're worrying, so it might be helpful to let her in to know, then maybe you can come up with a plan together. Um, it's just, yeah, just validate how you're feeling. Just try and figure out some way around this and seek help. It's really important to get help. I would say communication here um, is key. Craig Davies from Facebook. In terms of winning new clients, are there any tips you can offer when speaking to prospective clients on the phone? Um, it's hard to know without knowing what your business is, but I think it's a time for us just to be open and honest and engaging and just to, to we're all in this together. This is all new. We're, we're trying to just come up with solutions um, and maybe just talking about what, what you have, what your availability is and what you feel you can do. Um, Aaron Patrick from Facebook. Um, hi Helen, as an accountant we're getting a lot of calls from clients who have a lot of stress from all manner of issues during this time. They're turning to us for support. Anywhere or anything us accountants can do to offer our clients support? Um, well it's really nice to hear you asking that question. There's a lot of us out here to offer that sort of help and there's a lot of online resources I know all my colleagues are working flat out. Um, we're still business as usual. Um, so I don't know where you're based, but maybe finding out what's available in your area. Um, I know that Headspace, which is one of the bigger mindfulness um, apps, they are offering free mindfulness um, sessions. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but they're advertising it on their Facebook page. 
Um, so you don't have to have the, you don't have to pay for the app, but there's specific mindful meditations um, to help us manage the storm that we're in at the moment. So you can maybe point that, point your staff in the direction of those resources. Um, but I think just speaking to your staff, again, I keep saying it, but acknowledging that these thoughts and feelings are real, really validating and, and listening to people's fears um, and just reminding people it's okay to feel scared and frightened and worried at the moment. It's, it's absolutely fine. It would be normal. We're human beings and we're facing something we've never faced before. Um, so Lily from Twitter, I have six people working for me and I feel so lucky. I've not had to make anyone furlough. How do I best support them to keep the work spirit on top during this pandemic? We're all trying to juggle the new normal with homeschooling. This is one that really resonates with me. I mean, what is normal at the moment? Um, trying to, we're trying to be the best we can at work. We're trying to be productive. We're trying to do the homeschooling. It's a lot to ask. Um, and, and amongst that, we've got this trauma, this pandemic going on round about us. So, so our brains are kind of, at the moment, fired up. So our nervous systems are really fired up and we're feeling probably more exaggerated feelings. We're having lots of thoughts. I think it's just really important just to keep talking. Maybe don't expect so much of people right now and just... Um, providing a space for people to share their experiences. Um, if people are struggling, giving them a, an open space to talk about that. We're not superheroes. We're all just trying to get through this. And I think there has to be a little, a little bit of slack for people. Um, you know, who, who knows when it's going to end and, you know, what are our priorities here? You know, maybe our priorities are about managing our families. Um, more than work at the moment and, and, and maybe just reassuring people that that's okay. So Annan from Twitter, thank you for your question. Um, Annan says, I'm a former meth addict and I've been clean for 12 years. I'm really struggling and have had so many negative thoughts. I can't get a time slot with a therapist from my GP. What should I do? Um, I think well done for asking that question. This is a really difficult time for you. Um, I would say again, really just acknowledge and make space for the thoughts and feelings that are coming through. Um, you know, I guess right now when we're in this in this situation, we'll be looking for all different ways to cope with that. So, so you know, maybe it's part of your default to go to um, substances when you when you feel that you're not coping. So that would make sense. If you can't get in touch with your GP, I'm pretty sure um, if you look around the local area, there will be a list of places to go for support. Or there, I know there's um, there's there's um, NA meetings or AA meetings. You might be able to join in with those. Um, I know there are ones specific to crystal meth. Um, I can't actually remember the name of those just now, but perhaps looking at AA meetings is a starting point, Anna. So Yasmin from Twitter sent a DM. I am self-isolated from the end of February and I haven't left my flat since. Again, this is a common one. My kids have also been with me and I lash out for them for, from being super stressed out. 
Yasmin, this is really difficult. Um, I think it's really important for you to just pay attention to how you're feeling. Maybe taking a little bit of time out, whether it be shutting yourself in the bathroom for two minutes and just maybe using breathing techniques to try and calm down. Um, really, I think something that might help is really applying some structure to your day, having quite a strict routine. Um, I say strict, it might be important to have some flexibility in that, but having some purpose to your day would be really important and really helpful. It's a really difficult time. And reach out, set up your team of people, you know, who are, who are your supports? When can you check in with them? You know, maybe letting your kids know that you are a bit stressed and um, just trying to focus on what you can do with them, what, what's within your control. Just bearing in mind that fear and anxiety are normal reactions. Um, you know, we can't control the situation, but we can control the things we do within our house. And shouting... The shouting and reacting, it can be a choice, but just taking a moment before you get into that situation just to pay attention to your body and how you're feeling. So Stevie from Twitter sent a DM, how can I set myself up, up for success at home? I've been working from home, but I found myself getting lazy without the checks and balances of my peeps at work, making sure I'm on my game. Again, this is something that's quite common to us. What I would suggest is maybe just trying to loosely or uh, apply some structure to your day, maybe getting up at the same time, maybe eating your meals at a similar time, maybe, you know, taking some of the pressure off. We don't have to work eight hours a day, but maybe setting aside chunks of your time. So maybe 20 minutes or 30 minutes a day um, and then having a break and then going back to it. I think we're all expecting too much of ourselves at the moment and, um, putting too much pressure on ourselves and that's maybe setting us up for failure. So maybe let go of some of the slack, Stevie, that might help. Um, so Anna from Twitter, I have an online business, but not trading as much at the moment. How do I keep my spirit up while the world is in a crisis? I'm afraid I won't have cash flow soon. So I'm really sorry to hear this, Anna. This is really difficult. Again, I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot, but just acknowledge these thoughts and feelings. It's okay. Um, you know, we're in un uncharted territory here and these are very real fears. What I would suggest, Anna, is that you focus on what is, what, what is within your control. What can you do in your day? Um, and what, you know, what can you do about it? How can you make your days more manageable? Um, and taking action just to, to, to do what, what matters to you, maybe thinking about your business at the other end. Um, so this is probably the last question we can take today because we're running out of time. Um, really interesting questions. Gemma from Twitter, I'm so I was so pleased with my life before this happened, but I'm struggling with working from home and being together with my family 24-7. I feel ashamed, but I told my husband when we were out to get groceries to get some me time it's like I feel lonely even though I'm never alone what do I do again Gemma please just acknowledge these thoughts and feelings and just talk if you can to your family about how you're feeling we're all feeling it we're all in this together um, I think maybe having sections of your house where you can go and spend some time alone and um, going out for groceries on your own is probably very valid and very helpful thing to do um, 
and just take time out, have a bath, just try and, I don't know, go and sit, sit and read a book. Just, we don't have to be perfect all the time. Let's just try and drop the being perfect. Um, we are in a pandemic. This is new territory. It's scary and it's frightening. So things outside of our home can be very scary, but inside of our home, we could maybe focus on the things that, that make our heart sing, um, if we can find any of those things, trying to connect with people that we've not connected with. Um, just stop trying to be the, the best, our best selves at the moment, and that's okay. So just to wrap up now, um, thank you for all these interesting questions. I felt I had to rush through them pretty quickly. Um, so good luck to everybody and, and look after yourself. So tomorrow um, we're going to, uh, I'd like to introduce Marley Calvert, who's the CEO and founder of Valerio, who will, um, she'll be up next Thursday morning. Valerio is a platform which helps small businesses get access to useful information and advice without paying full legal fees. So that might be a very helpful um, thing for you all to join in. It sounds like it would be very useful. So thank you very much for taking, sorry, that, that um, Marie Calvert is actually on Thursday, not tomorrow. Apologies for that. Um, so thank you very much for all your interesting questions. Please take care and um, please allow these feelings to just be as they are and just look after yourselves. Thank you very much for your time and have a, a good day. I hope that was helpful. <laughs>